This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Well, it's the end of summer, Katie and our Nirvana Sisters family. And Katie and I thought we'd hop on quickly and just do a quick summer review and catch up because Katie and I haven't really seen each other much. We've had some great interviews um, that we had taped earlier in the summer and it's August. So we're doing some of our best of series. So we just thought we'd come to the mic and talk about our summers and how everything's going. So I can say quickly, my kids were at camp all summer. They just got home two days ago. So the madness has begun, the unpacking, the laundry, et cetera. Um, And I'm really happy they had an amazing summer. They just got home. They've been pretty tired. So they've kind of been laying around the house the next few, the last few days, but we're going to the beach tomorrow. So that's good. I don't know. We've had, I feel like the summer's flown by. We have, we've had a bunch of travel, a lot of work. I'll get into it a little bit, but Katie, I want to hear how you're doing and feeling. It's funny because we are literally catching up in real time right now because we haven't, you know, know, it's like, I miss you. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's good. Um, but yeah, summer has been a blur. And I was thinking about this right before we signed on. I th- It flew by. As you know, we had a lot of house guests, which is like such a blessing. It's really nice for friends and family to want to come and visit. But it's also a lot. You're really busy with that. And it's just like a blur. I don't know how you had so many house house guests. I was thinking about it. It sounds very stressful. It was very. Even though it's fun. It's fun, but it was. And it's like one of those things where, you know, somebody is in January. They're like, hey, I'm going to be there this weekend. And you put in the calendar. And then the next person in March is like, hey, let's do it this weekend. You put in the calendar before you know it. You open up your calendar. And like every weekend, something's going on. So it was lesson learned. We're not going to be overbooking ourselves again. Um, But good idea. (laughs) But it was. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, but it was an absolute blur. And I think like the older we get, I've decided that unless you very intentionally slow down and tell yourself to slow down, it's all going to fly by. Right. Like, like I went into summer being like, Oh, it's the lazy days of summer. I don't have to get up and rush the kids to school every day. And it's still like madness ensues, you know? So that was a lesson. That was one of my my lessons learned this summer, but I want to hear about your trips because we stayed, we did like the staycation situation and you went out and I want to hear about it. You live five minutes from the beach. So I'm yes. jealous of and, that. And the pool, um, we, we used the pool a lot. Oh, right. And the pool. So you're basically in a living vacation town. So what did I do? I went, we went to Vancouver, which was amazing. And Somewhere I'd always wanted to go. So Stu, the hubby, had work in a random town. It was fun. We went out to dinners and drinks and stuff like that. But it was super small. I didn't do much. I just worked during the day. um, Because with my job, fortunately, I can kind of work from anywhere. So my other job, I mean. So I kind of worked from there, from the hotel room, et cetera. And then we went to Vancouver. And Vancouver is gorgeous. It's on the water. 
Is that um, on the west or the east side? I have no idea in Canada. It's on the west. So it's almost like above like California and Seattle, yes. if you will. So it's like west coast. So it's three hour time difference from the east coast. And we only had like four days there, but um, we walked a lot. It's just like a walking city. There's a lot of really cute places like near our hotel, like maybe a 10 minute walk. There was like this whole row of like outdoor restaurants and like the weather was gorgeous. So we just did restaurants and just hung out just Stu and I, which was nice. We haven't had like a vacation together like that in a really long time. So it was great. And we did a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of walking, but we also did some really fun excursions. So I wanted to do more of like the hiking and that kind of stuff and biking. So <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. Didn't you zip line? I think it was the first or second. We didn't zip line. We went across the suspension ah. bridge, which I put on Instagram, which I'll tell you about, which was completely psycho. But we went to this place, Stanley Park, which is this beautiful big park in Vancouver, and we rented bikes. And we love doing that because you can just kind of get a sense of the city. I mean, we didn't really ride around the city. We kind of like rented a bike, rode through the streets a little bit, and then went through the park. And the park has like a loop of like, I don't know, 15 miles or something like that. And it's on the edge. So you can see the whole city and the water and the bridges and you're in a park. And so there's, you know, it's just bikers. So it was stunning. It was gorgeous. And that was just like a good activity, kind of get a sense of things and just like be in nature. And um, that was really fun. The next day, I think it was the next day, we went to this Capilano Suspension Bridge Park. And it's like the dreamiest park because it's like built into the woods in the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I posted this visual. I don't know if you remember it from I, I do. That's why I, I was I was thinking. And so it's really high. I don't know how high it is. Maybe you can see it if you Google it, but it's very high above the ground, surrounded by green. So it's absolutely gorgeous, but the bridge is not that wide. And, you know, it's a suspension bridge, so it's it's not, it's just like hanging and there's sides, what? And it's wobbly and the sides aren't like high. You can like hold on to the sides, but like, I mean, you could use, not that you could easily fall, but like, it's, it's not like it's a high side where you feel safe. So there's a lot of people on the bridge because it's, it's, you know, a tourist spot. And so everyone's walking over the bridge and like, ah, looking around and loving it. And I literally got on the bridge and it was so freaking shaky and Stu's in front of me. I'm like holding him. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. It was so, it's just a weird feeling. Kind of like, it's not like concrete underneath of you where you're going across the bridge. It's just hanging and you feel people walking and you're just shaky. I would not be able to do that. So I'm holding onto the side. I challenged myself. I was like, I'm going to do it because I'm here and I have to do it. I have to get over it. And I really don't want to do it. But Stu, I like just followed him and I held on to him and I held on to one side and kind of held on to him. And literally my feet were like mm. this. Like I didn't pick up my feet. Oh, I you're shuffling, shuffling your feet. <laughs> through the whole thing. Yeah, I wouldn't pick them up because I they were like glued to the bottom. And I was just like shuffling literally so slow across the bridge. And so the first part of the bridge was okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like deep breathing. I'm doing my thing. And then the middle is the worst part because that really feels like a suspension. So I was just like going through it and looking straight. I didn't even look to the side to the side to enjoy it because the feeling was so uncomfortable. So I got through it. Everybody else like didn't seem to be bothered. There's kids, there's dogs. There's like, they're just going through no problem. Stu's like fine. And I'm just like, this is so awful. It was like the heights and the suspension piece that were the, the trick. That was the part that crushed me. 
So we got across. I felt good. And then there was like all these really fun bridges and stairs to go through trees. It was almost like you felt like a monkey just going kind of like through all these trees. And those had little suspension bridges, but they were nothing. It was like you could also do things where you do rope climbing and you do the rope and or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, where you kind of take those harnesses and kind of go across. We didn't do that. We just kind of walked through everything. And those were fine. I was like comfortable and completely fine on those. But I tend to like just move quickly. If I go slow, it freaks me out. It's 450 feet long and it hangs 230 feet above the Capilano River. That's insane. I know. And I'm trying to think what else we did. Oh, we were supposed to do a seaplane like one of the days but we and, and, and go to this island called um, Victoria Islands. But we ended up not doing that because we just kind of wanted a day to like not have to get up. And the plane was like 830 in the morning. And I, we just like listened to ourselves and we're like, you know what? We don't want to get up early and schlep and do. So we just didn't do that. Although that's supposed to be gorgeous, but it was fine. I definitely don't regret not doing that. I was also a little bit nervous about going on a seaplane. We went on this hike. It was the hike that I Instagrammed about. Do you remember yeah. that hike? It was called... Um, it looked beautiful. That was, yeah. So that hike is called the Grouse Grind. And that apparently is like a rite of passage in Vancouver if you go up it because it's in, it's completely insane. So this wasn't like a heights, um, whatever. I wasn't scared on this, but this was a hike that is literally uphill for two oh hours straight. And I told Stu I wanted to go on it. So we went back to this grouse grind area which was kind of near the suspension bridge the next day this we did instead of the seaplane because i heard it was just like this cool hike and it's beautiful but i told Stu it was like a steep hike but he was like "Ah, okay whatever we start going up we're literally like exhausted after 10 steps we're like oh my god and then um we start going up and we saw a guy on the way up he's like oh yeah i've he was like rehabilitating from back surgery and he had like a kind of like a stick guiding him up. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys haven't been on it before? We're like, no. He's like, oh, yeah, it sucks. We're like, what do you mean? He's like, ah, it totally sucks. It's so steep. And you think it's going to be over. And then it's not over. And then you get to the end. And you think it's going to be over. And it's still oh my not gosh. over. I was like, oh, great. We're doing it. <laughs> so we go up. We get to like the halfway, not the halfway point. We get to like a quarter of the way up. And there, it, there's a big sign, which I think I posted. And it says something like, this is the last stop for you to turn around if you don't think you can make it past this, please turn around. There's no other way to get down because it's really steep and it's dangerous to go. Oh, so, so we you just can't kept going. just turn around anyway, and go back. You can't turn around. You can only turn around at a certain point because it gets to a point where it's so high. If you were to go down, like you probably slide. It's very like steep. Okay. So um, anyway, I don't know how long it normally takes. It probably takes on average two hours. It took us about two hours to get up, but think about it, two hours completely like incline yeah, steep incline. like absolutely no break no steep yeah no break no whatever so Stu was like pretty quiet the last hour because he was like <laughs> and then I talked to him after I was like yeah he's like I mean I just didn't know it was going to be that long and I was like yeah well it was and we did it and so when we were at the top at the end Stu films me but he filmed me going up and I I felt like that show Naked and Afraid you watch that I've show seen it, yeah where when people go, when they uh, are, you know, at the end, when they make it to the airplane or the whatever, and they call it, um, no, they, oh, extraction. Okay. I felt like it was the extraction point. And so I like, I'm like, extraction. <laughs> like I felt like I achieved something. So I think it's like, I just love that, that um, enjoyment of like doing something hard and then like achieving it. You feel like so yeah. good. 
So it was good. It was definitely worth doing, but I have the stats here. Okay. It's, it's only one. So it's one and a half miles, which doesn't seem like it's super long for a hike. The elevation is 2,624 feet. The summit is 3,576 feet. Total stairs, 2,830. So that's how many stairs. So that's basically how many stairs it is. And it says, on average, it takes up to two to two and a half hours to complete the hike. Wow. So basically, that's how many stairs we went up. And then it's also your, your this so is the sign. It, high above sea level, too. The, it's the altitude, right? That makes yeah. it really hard. Oh, yeah. The breathing, we were just like panting. Mm. Here's what it says at the at the middle or whatever. It says, congratulations, you've made it to the quarter mark. That was the easy section. Now comes the hard part. The trail gets steeper and narrower, narrower, can't say that word, narrower from here. So do an honest check-in. Feeling tired already? Used up all your water? Lightheaded or dizzy? This is the best place to turn around. Beyond this point, downhill travel is not allowed. So what do you do when you get to the top? Is there like a summit and then oh, where do you go? You take a, you take a, um, like a mountain taxi down. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's like, so you go up to the top and there's like snacks and like all this stuff. And also at the top, they have zip lining and all these like fun activities. And so it's amazing. But to go down, you take this, this taxi, which fits like, I don't know, 30 people or something. And it's like this big thing and it just goes down. And again, like it was really high up, but I wasn't really scared on it. It was just like really cool because you literally are going like down. It's like when you're skiing, coming down one of those things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like a gondola. And you can take that up too. Oh, okay. But anyway, so that was fun and outdoorsy. And I felt like it was good just to like do that stuff because we were like eating and drinking so much. So it was nice to have outdoor activities. So I loved it. It was great. And then we got home and we went to the beach the next weekend with friends, which was great. And, and then we had a girl's trip too. I was in Nashville. How was I had a girl's trip to Nashville? So fun. Which was Amazing. It was so much fun. I mean, live music, drinking, dancing, just like talking nonstop. You know how it is with girls. It's the best. I mean, no agenda, no one to have to answer to. We just kind of like did our thing. And it's my best friends from high school. So we can like say anything we want to each other. And it's like no judgment. You know, it's just great. It's awesome. So, and Nashville's so fun. Yeah. So a lot of really good trips. Nashville was so fun, but I agree about the summer. It's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're on summer break. And then it's kind of busy, even though I did a lot of travel and I'm not complaining. It was great, but it's still like, it flies. I just feel like I have so many things to do. It flies by. I have so many things to do. School's coming back. I'm just like starting to stress about a million things. So, um, same. It's definitely like, we it have- was, it was good. I also did chroma in between, I think Vancouver and Nashville. So that was good. I did chroma for a week. And that was really, really a great reset. I think I told you about it a little bit. I felt really good when I was doing it. Like, I'm going to do it at the end of the summer again, because of course I like, you know, did it and then went to Nashville and whatever. But I felt so good. I think I lost a few pounds. I just felt really clean and like, I didn't feel bloated at all. I didn't feel inflamed. You know, that feeling when you're just like, all the toxins are coming out. So I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm going to do that again. And I bought some of their things that I had. I just bought that to eat like their porridge and whatever. So that was good. Um, but my eating has been like really bad. I feel like it's been like really clean or not at all. Yeah. Like one or the other. My eating has not been good all summer. And so I actually just, because I'm starting to like physically feel the inflammation, I decided to go full blown paleo 
So I'll report back mm. in a little while on that. But like literally one day of full-blown paleo and I started to feel a little bit of relief. So, yeah. Good. So tell me about tell me about your summer with the girls. And it was good. I mean, we had a great time. We did a lot of swimming. Obviously, we were in the pool like every weekend that the weather would let us. And we had your parents. We had my parents. We had friends from home. We had kids. We had like, it was like a revolving door, Um, but it was fun. And the girls had a great time. The girls went to camp. They went to day camp. That was their first time at day camp, three week day camp. They loved it. I thought for sure. That's so I was like, oh, three weeks. My kids are in camp. I'm going to have so much downtime. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. And uh, yeah. And I mean, here we are. It's done. It's like, we've got a few more weekends left and that's it. But I think a couple takeaways from the summer aside from learning to like never say yes to that many hosting opportunities again. One, actually I saw this on Instagram, maybe, I don't know where I saw it, but I loved it. And I just thought it was perfect. It was very appropriate for what I learned this summer. And it it was, I'm going to start to use my no to protect my yes. And I feel very much like that's what I need to be doing. You know what I mean? It's like, you, I, I can kind of be a people pleaser. And the next thing I know, I'm saying yes to everything. And and then I can't like prioritize and say yes can't to the things it. that really I should be saying yes to, you know? So. A hundred percent. So that's my takeaway. Do you have a summer takeaway? Um, I think that's a really good takeaway. I think to your point, I had like seven weeks while my kids were away in camp and I had all these things I wanted to do and didn't get to most of them, unfortunately. And fortunately, because I guess I traveled and had fun. But um, I think my takeaway is that I feel like I get I've been getting a little bit obsessed with what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. And it's I get in my head about, okay, I'm eating really clean, and I feel great, I'm going to continue this. But then I don't. And then I'm really like hard on myself. My, my talk track is like so negative. It's, ugh, you're eating this and ugh, look at the, and like the last few weeks, I guess I've just been like, you know what? It's all good. If I eat this, who cares? I know I can do a chroma reset. I know I can do this. It doesn't matter. And I don't know why I've been so hard on myself. I need to learn that I can just have like a few things and still integrate in. And sometimes I go through a really good span eating healthy 80% of the time and not eating healthy 20% of the time. My not eating healthy is still probably healthy to most people because like my not eating healthy would eating a half bag of cauliflower pretzels. <laughs> it's not like it's not like I'm eating McDonald's, but to me, you know, it makes me feel, oh, I have no control. I don't I, know. So I've just been getting in my head a little I've bit definitely, about Yeah, that. I've been there. I know that like mental, that negative track in your head and like going to from one extreme to the other. I totally get it. And it's stressful and it's putting a lot of like undue stress on yourself. But yeah, the, the old 80, 20 rule is I try to do too, but I mean, I was kind of like that the whole summer and I didn't, I I think one day, all right, listeners get ready for this one. I sat by the pool one day and ate like a giant bag of Doritos. (laughs) It was was like, you know what? I'm going to live my life tired and I I need salt. I know. I'm going to eat all these Doritos right now. Right. And the fact of the matter is, who fucking cares? Exactly. Oh my God, you had a pack of Doritos. Like a joke that we're like talking about about it. it. It's almost like embarrassing when we say it out loud where other people be like, are you guys nuts? Like who cares? Just like enjoy yourself. I feel like a lot of people go through the same stuff. I don't know. We're talking about it because it is normal and it is okay. And 
you know? Like, yeah. And I feel like it's also the older you get, the harder it is. Literally never thought about this stuff probably before I was 40, maybe like 35 and under. Never didn't even cross my mind, ate whatever, never gained weight. Like I eat a Dorito. It's like I'm up five pounds the next day. You know, your body just changes. I don't know. I just think to your point, yes, everyone goes through phases with like exercise, with dieting. And I'm trying to stick to that 80, 20 rule. And I think too, in the summer, and I'm sure this is most people, they kind of fall off the wagon because it's summer. At least I do. I feel like every summer I gain weight because I'm just like out and having fun and drinking and not worrying. And then like in the winter, I'm really good because there's like nothing to do. And I don't know. It's just like the summer you're, and especially now like that everybody's out post post ish COVID. Everyone just wants to enjoy. No, I think it's true. So it's easy to do. Yeah. So I don't know if I have any takeaways other than like, I have to catch myself and I have to just like reset, make sure that I'm not making myself crazy. Yeah. I think catch, catch yourself from having that like self negative talk and obsession because it's catch like, yourself all good. before you wreck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there are much uh, more important things in the world. So, so there's a good, say. that's, uh, you know, just a good wrap up of our summers. And I think we should do this again in the fall because we have some exciting stuff coming up in the fall. All right. Nirvana sisters family. We uh, hope you had an amazing summer and there's some new, fresh, exciting things coming your way. Fall's going to be full of them, full of great episodes. Yeah. And that's it. Back to school and all the, all the good things about fall. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.